Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Happy Sunday, everybody. And I want you to think about being happy and I want you to have that smile on your face because it's an awesome day. We should always be smiling. We should never have a frown on our face. If we have a frown on our face, that means that your focus is upon yourself and not about God. So it's always important to remember that. So when you start feeling sorry for yourselves, which some people have, I'm one of them sometimes, we know we do all get that way once in a while, we got to remember, focus upon God. And that's what makes us feel so much better about ourselves. Because happiness includes a feeling of peace within your heart. Happiness includes a feeling of calmness when all around you is disturbed. And uh, sometimes happiness, you know, it should include joy. You should feel an almost overwhelming joy that you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're acting. It's what the Lord wants you to do. Now, I'm not sure, probably many of you remember the song that was played here a few years ago. And it was kind of a catchy tune. Don't worry, be happy. Remember that one? Don't worry, be happy. It was an upbeat song that was very catchy tune. And it was meant to make you really think about, don't worry, but be happy. Where's our priorities? The song's message should be the very desire of our hearts today and every way, to not worry. Have you ever seen a Christian who just seemed to walk in the glorious joy of God's happiness? We should be seeing them more often. And it seems like no matter what they're doing or what may become of them, they're always upbeat and they're always happy and they're always focused on others. Many of us actually search for ways to make us happy. Now, when we try to search for ways to make us happy, there's a problem with that. Because now you're searching for something that you can grasp onto as a physical or earthly desire instead of reaching out to God. There should only be one place to search for happiness, and that's to the Almighty. If you want to catch happiness, somebody once said, <laughs> it's kind of funny, if you want to catch happiness, open your Bible and go fishing. Of course, you could take that fishing two different ways. You could be fishing of men, or you can actually be trying to catch some fish out in the lake. One thing that fishing, now I haven't really done much fishing in my life, but from what I understand, one thing that fishing will teach you is patience. The fish will bite when they feel like it. And it can be somewhat frustrating. You're sitting out there in the heat, and the fish don't want to bite. Well, in order to make things happy for us today, I want us to read from 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. It says, Always be joyful. Keep on praying. No matter what happens, always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Always be joyful. It doesn't pay to be sad. It doesn't pay to be upset. God wants us to be happy, and we need to listen to him. And he tells us to keep on praying, communicating with him. 
And when things go right, you give him the glory and the praise. And when things don't go well, you still give him the glory and the praise. The first lesson is about always be joyful. Rejoicing always. What does it mean to be always joyful? Being joyful means that you are so indescribably happy that you are bubbling over with untamed joy. A sense of wildness in a way. Because God is glory. God is awesome. There's no words to really describe the feeling of joy because it gets inside of us and we feel good about ourselves. We feel good about what God has done for us. And life is great. It's not always great, but you know, this is simply a journey that we're on here, folks. And we're going to go from point A to point B. And, and at, the very end of the, uh, at the end of the journey is going to be that awesomeness of glory, of uh, love, of kindness. So how do we get that feeling and how do we keep it? Well, you can look at a lot of places, but like I said, where do you ultimately look for joy, peace, and love? And that place is in Jesus Christ. We are not talking about knowing who he is. We're talking about having a heart that has pleaded for him. Our heart pleading for God to come inside of us, to give us joy, to give us peace. Lord, I need the strength to make it through this. I need joy in my life. I need happiness. I need love. And a little bit later on, we're going to talk about also when we say these words, do we actually believe it? And that's going to come from the book of James. That's coming up later on. It all comes down to knowing what you want. Do you really want Jesus in your life? I mean, really, do you want Jesus in your life? Do you want him to control your way? Or are you set in your ways that I'm going to do it my way? When we get into the path of, of knowing it to go my way, we're, we're distancing ourselves away from God. Now, this is kind of sad. There's a st statistic that came out. And it talked about that the overwhelming number of Christians, although they say they would, actually would not give control of their life away to Jesus or anything else. Isn't that a sad fact? They say they would do it. It's easy to say the words. But actions speak louder than words. And if we're out there doing opposite and we say one thing we have a conflict we we have something that's tearing away at us and we don't want to be confused do we because the devil is the one who will confuse us he wants us to go in opposite directions he wants us to dictate where we want to be in our lives and it really should be the one that God we need to go to God and say, God, no, you're the one. Because you're my joy, you're my peace, you're my love. But the devil is there trying to mix up the pies. They're really stirring up the pot. Keep God fo focused on your life. You might ask, why should you rejoice with so many trials in life? Well, 
For starters, Luke 10, 20 says, Rejoice because your names are registered as citizens of heaven. That should be enough joy right there. Our names are written, registered as citizens of heaven. And as we sing in Psalms 118, 24, This is the day the Lord has made. We will, re re we will rejoice and be glad in it. That's what we need to do, folks. This is the day that the Lord has made. Can you think of a situation in your life that God will not be there with you? God is always on your side. Mankind might, might try to spoil your happiness, but God will not. He will not spoil it for you. Because he loves you as sons and daughters. And when God, you know, you think about the Father, what he did for us. Sent his only son into, into this world. So we can have that peace. We can have that love. We can have that joy. Because we've been forgiven. Our sins have been blotted out because the Lamb of God came down here for us. Oh, God loves us and he wants us to have that joy in our hearts so we can always rejoice. Now, another thing we're going to talk about, it comes in verse 17, never cease praying. Matthew 6, 9 through 13 is what we call the Lord's Prayer that we say every Sunday and throughout the course of the week. It's a perfect example of how we are as believers to pray to God, our Heavenly Father. And you will notice in that prayer, who is it about? It's not about us, is it? It's about God. When we say the Lord's Prayer, it's about Him, not about us. If we think that God is all-present and that God is all-knowing and that He is all-powerful, why would we not want to call out to Him then? Because He's it. We must remember that James 1, 5 through 6 admonishes us to do. He says, If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask Him. And he will not resent your asking. But now, the rest of, this, of that passage is what really gets to us. But when you ask him, be sure that you really expect him to answer. For a doubtful mind is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. When you pray to God, when you talk to Him and ask Him, you have to mean it. No doubt whatsoever. Expect Him to answer. That's what James is saying. When you pray, expect Him to answer. If there's a little bit of a doubt in your mind, you're going to have a problem. You're going you're to start feeling sorry for yourself or bad, and it's not going to work. Expect God to answer. And he will answer you. I kind of went through a situation yesterday where we had a power outage. I was on call for the city for the weekend. 
Yeah, we haven't had any outages for years. Two in one weekend and I'm on call. I haven't done this for 15 years. Like, okay. I got into a situation where it was basically a two-man operation. Everybody imaginable that could possibly help me was gone. It's like, okay, well, I can get it done. It's just going to take me a while to do it. Oh, Lord, I could use some help, but I can handle it, I guess. And all of a sudden, the mayor shows up. And he helps me. He gets right in there and he helps me with the process. Thank you, Lord. I needed that. You know, God will answer you. And he will listen to your prayers. And I, it was a very challenging situation. And, um, but, and he told me, the mayor told me, he said, and if you ever need to get in that situation again, don't hesitate to call me. I will come and help you. God will answer in wonderful ways. You have to believe it. James 4.8 says, if you draw close to God, he will draw close to us. We have to get that connection with God. Be close to him. And he'll be right inside your heart and inside your mind. Jesus took the first step by sacrificing himself for us. It's now up to us to take the second step by pursuing Jesus. When we go after him, he will come to us. Remember, praying without ceasing. Continual prayer. Not just when you get up in the morning, but throughout the course of the day. Communicate with the Almighty God who created you, who created me. Communicate with Him. Thank Him. Thank you, Lord, for the rain that we received this past week. Thank you, Lord, for the extra help that I received and needed yesterday. Thank you, God, for the blessings that we have in our lives every day. Throughout the course of the day, give Him all the glory and all the praise. That brings us to our next lesson about being thankful for everything. Hebrews 13, 15 says, With Jesus' help, let us continually offer our sacrifices of praise to God by proclaiming the glory of His name. This verse tells us a couple of things. First, it tells us that we need the help of Jesus in order to give proper praise. Why do we need His help? One reason is that without Jesus... We cannot have God hear our prayers. Our, our prayers got to go through Jesus to get to the Father. And another reason would be without Jesus, we would be able to, unable to sacrifice anything for our God. Sacrifice is something that you would normally want, but are willing to give to somebody else. When we stop praising ourselves and start praising other people, that's what it's all about. Ephesians 5.20 tells us to always give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Has there been anything in your lives that you're not thankful for? And you're probably going to think, uh, yeah. It's kind of one of those questions you really don't want to honestly answer. But in everything that happens, it's like the, the story about this one guy. 
He was upset because he had no shoes. Had to walk around barefoot all the time. Very upset. Until he came across somebody that had no feet. It puts a whole different perspective on things, doesn't it? When you see somebody else that's worse off than you. You think you might have it bad? Uh Uh-uh. You have no idea what it's like to have pain and agony in our lives. There are people around the world that are starving. There are people around the world who are in prison because of their beliefs. We have it so made, folks. We should be dancing in the pews. We should be dancing out in the streets. We should be giving God the glory loud and clear. Here's another interesting story. There's a story about this young lady who had a very busy career. Even though she had a good job, she was miserable because her job demanded most of her time. And she had no time to be with friends. And because of that, she had no time to ever meet a young man that she could fall in love with. So she was miserable in the heart. One day, crossing a busy street, she was hit by a car and knocked out. When she came to, she found out that she was in a hospital and had been unconscious for several days. She also found out during this time that one leg had to be amputated. Her entire life came crashing down around her in one brief instant. She went into a period of deep depression and even considered taking her own life. Her family, recognizing this, arranged for a young Christian counselor to speak with her. Over the next year, not only was he able to lead her out of her deep depression, they fell in love. And they were married. She later told her family that even though she was sorry about losing her leg, she was thankful because that incident enabled her to meet the man of her dreams. We can always find something to be thankful for in our lives. And then we come to trusting in God's will. Philippians 2.13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire to obey him and the power to do what pleases him. The only way we can always rejoice, pray without stopping, and give thanks for everything we have is because it is God's will for us to do so. And in the verse I just read, we find out that we are able to do that because God loves us. Psalm 37, 5 says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him and He will help you. So when we're feeling sorry for ourselves, when we might be down in the dumps, we better get back to God. Because when we're doing that, that's actually a sin. We need to commit ourselves to God. Trust Him. 
and believe unconditionally and he will help you. And it may not be easy. Oh, I know, the road's not easy. The road is full of bumps. The road sometimes is just horrible. You're driving down a nice paved road and all of a sudden you come up against a gravel road, which I do every Sunday when I come over here. Life is great and all of a sudden, oh, you got to slow up because you can't drive so fast on the gravel road because going around the curve and, oh, you can be going all over the place. Life is like that sometimes. We just need to maybe slow up a little bit Rejoice and give God the glory and praise. As Christians, see, God wants us to be happy. And he gives us a choice. We have the choice to give God the glory and praise. Or we can choose to feel sorry for ourselves, bad for ourselves, negative about ourselves, and about people around us. It's our choice. Where is it? It needs to be with God. We can go around life with a frown on our face. I don't know how to make a frown. But don't be like the joker and have a smile painted on your face because that don't work. You need a real genuine smile on your face. I should be seeing lots of smiles out there this morning. I'm not seeing too many though, so you're not happy. There we go. We have to have that smile upon our face because it is a smile that wants love. God doesn't want us to worry or to fret. He doesn't want us to be unhappy. Don't wallow up with the things that are bad in our lives. Because remember, there's somebody out there that's stirring the pot. Oh, yes, he's continuing to stir the pot. And then he'll get inside of you. And then you all of a sudden believe it. And suddenly you find yourselves in a path where you don't want to be. You think you have a problem? Go to God. You're not joyful? You better connect and pray to God. Pray unceasingly, continually with God. Rejoice in everything that... Think about the blessings you have in your lives. I bet you can't write them all down. Because there's so many. And did you thank God for them? Did you give them the glory and the praise? Are you rejoicing? Don't worry. Be happy. For this is the day the Lord has made. We talk about smiling. As the front of the, the bulletin says about smiling, sometimes life has a tendency to wipe away a smile, but God has a tendency to keep you smiling. See, a smile on your face is a very powerful weapon. It replaces the frown. It makes you feel good. Did you know that the smiling just gives you a better sense of feeling in your life? Now here's some interesting quotes as well. Let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love. Smile in the mirror. Do that every morning and you'll start to see a big difference in your life. So how many of you smile when you get up in the morning and look in the mirror? 
<laughs> That's tough to do, isn't it, when you get up and you look in the mirror, but smile. God created you. It's awesome. Lighten up and just enjoy life. Smile more, laugh more. Don't get so worked up. Oh, we never get worked up about things, do we? Oh. Smiling doesn't always mean you're happy, but sometimes it just means that you are a strong person. I've had people say, you're always smiling, always seems to be happy. I, I, sometimes I project that. In here sometimes it's not quite the same story, but you know, if you can be positive and happy and show us in other people and make the comment, it makes you feel better, it brings everything up and brings the love of God in, into the picture so much stronger. The most beautiful smile is the one that struggles through the tears. Now, God gave us the ability to smile. And do you know what the benefits are of smiling? Did you know it lowers your blood pressure? It puts you in a better mood. I, I can contest to that. It relieves stress. It strengthens your immune system. Who thought? It lessens pain and it's contagious. <laughs> smile. I think if I remember right, it takes fewer muscles to smile than it does to frown. If I remember my biology correctly. Well, you know, God made it easy for us to smile. Just relax and let him... Do the work inside inside of us. Proverbs 15.30 says, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. Ah, see? Right there. Good health. Just talked about some of the benefits of smiling. About being happy. Proverbs 17.22 A joyful heart is good medicine, but depression drains one's strength. Absolutely. Proverbs 15, 13 through 15 says, A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fool feeds on trash. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. And Psalm 126 says, then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Are you glad? Are you happy? Are you joyful? Are you loving? Do you praise God all the time? Once again, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. And give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you. In Christ Jesus. Amen. May the grace of God which surpasses our understanding keep our hearts and minds in the true Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. And put a smile on your face. 
Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for the joy that you have blessed us with in our lives. We thank you for the love that you've given us, the peace that we have. We turn to you each and every day of our lives and throughout the course of the day, we give you glory and honor and praise because this is your day that you have created for us. You created everything. Back in the book of Genesis, back in the beginning of time, you created the universe, the the stars in the sky, the sun, the moon, the planets, everything around us you have created for us. And then you made us in your image and the image of God we have been created oh Lord thank you thank you so much for everything you have given us Lord we pray especially for those who have been recovering from surgery or other health issues Lord we know that there's people out there who are are struggling recovering and Lord we thank you for uh, giving us these people to help us. The doctors that are out there, they do such wonderful work. The nurses, hospital health care system, people who can make us feel better. Give us new knees and new hips and, and uh, just whatever that is that we need. Even uh, kidney replacement surgery. You know, there's so many things that, are, that the science has been able to provide for us thanks to your knowledge of giving to the wisdom of the scientists. Oh, yes, Lord. It is great and wonderful. We thank you, Lord, for the rain that you have provided during the past week. We know it's going to get hot out again, Lord, but we'll take the rain every opportunity you give it to us, Lord. We know that you will do it. We believe it 100% that you will provide rain for us. We also pray for those whom we name in our own individual hearts. lift up all of these petitions to you, almighty God. Teach us not to worry, but to be happy. We pray this in your name, who's also taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As we take our worship, our prayers, and our praise from this place into our daily lives, may our lives be sustained through the love of our Heavenly Father. May we feel the presence of our Savior walking beside us and know the power of the Spirit in both our actions and our words.
May the Father's hand keep you from stumbling. The footprints of Jesus give you confidence to follow. And the fire of the Spirit keep you warm and safe in your walk with God on this very day. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious upon you. May the Lord look upon you with His favor and grant you His peace, His love, and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let God's people say, Amen. And keep smiling, folks, because it is a great day in God's world. All right, our closing hymn, Sheila, take it away. <laughs>